And I think it's highly differentiating and yet it's simple. Give them the time, draw out the future so they understand what's expected of them, demand they invest in themselves, and it just pays dividends all over the place. Hello, and welcome to the Talent Acquisition Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Dull, and on this show, we interview today's industry leaders in talent acquisition to discuss challenges, best practices, and what the future holds. If you are working in talent acquisition and have always wanted to sit down with your peers at other companies to exchange ideas and learn, well, this show is the next best thing. Join us each week as we bring you a new expert interview and extract their expertise. This episode is brought to you by SageMark HR. Transform your recruiting practices with leading edge technology. Selecting the right recruiting solutions to enable your strategy is one of the biggest challenges leaders face today. You know technology will help, but searching all the options to find out what will work best for your specific needs can be both overwhelming and time consuming. At SageMark HR, we make selecting the right recruiting technology easy. Our proven process has helped companies such as 3M, Comcast, Stryker, Walgreens, and many more. Reach out to us at SageMark HR for a free consultation to learn how we can help you improve results with less stress and confidently change from reacting to leading. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Talent Acquisition Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Dull. Today, I have a conversation with Kelly Culler. Kelly is the VP of Talent Acquisition, as well as a senior HR business partner at Northwestern Mutual. Kelly, welcome to the show. Thanks, Ryan. Great to be here. Great. Looking forward to our discussion. So as we start out, if you could share for the audience a little bit around your background, maybe how you got started in talent-related roles and some of the roles that you've held leading up to your current position. Sure. So I started in recruiting, actually, as a, a corporate recruiter a couple decades ago at this point, and really matured my career through um, a number of different recruiting leadership roles, both internationally and domestic in IT services and technology companies. Along the way, I was offered exposure on the business partner side, and that was of interest as well. So I sort of grew both tracks, if you would, as I went to really round out my skills and continue to grow and develop from the roles I was in. I was in a company for 12 years, so was able to really try out a number of different kinds of opportunities and was able to take some sort of calculated risk in those roles as I was learning new skills. But through all of that, really held on to sort of COE ownership in the TA space. It's always been kind of my first love in any kind of company. This is my third company where I've built a center of excellence from scratch, really. That's always really interesting, really challenging work. And I continue to do that in the role that I'm in today. No, that's great. That's always exciting work. The transformational or build out work is, is always exciting. Not for the faint of heart, but always exciting roles. Would you mind sharing some of the other organizations that you helped um, kind of build out their center of excellence for TA? What are some of the other organizations before Northwestern Mutual? Yeah. So first, where I spent 12 years with a company called Teletech, and then a company called Sutherland, Aptis, which is a software company in Silicon Valley, and now Northwestern Mutual. Great. If you wouldn't mind, share a little bit around kind of the scope of your current role, like size of the team, number of hires, those types of things. And then we can kind of move into some of the key initiatives from the beginning stage of the transformation that you've led thus far. 
Yeah, this has been an interesting last three years because the company took 163 years to get to 6,000 employees. And in the last three, we've added 2,600. So, and we dealt with the pandemic. So significant amount of growing pains through that. I probably had a team of 20 and now there's 100 in talent acquisition. So as our demand grew, we were growing the team and it, it wasn't really forecasted. So it was a little bit of changing the cockpit while the plane's in the air without, I would say, without trying to kill the souls on board. And uh, really foreign territory, not to pat ourselves on the back, but this was not a company of transformation or and had the, those muscles. The team was very bare in terms of domain knowledge. I really seek that out now that you have, you've practiced your skills, you've honed them, you've made a choice to be in this domain because recruiting is one of the more challenging domains, I think, in HR. And so told you a little bit about the hires. You know, we started at about 500 a year and grew to this team we have now. We have a huge emphasis on technical recruiting Cyber data science has really grown. Design and anything digital over the last three years have been sort of our critical skills where we've seen high, high demand and scarcity. So those are the jobs that have moved fastest in the market and are the most scarce. As we think about the history of technology in the US. And so we had a particular challenge there while we are also making big bets on diversity at the CEO level. So we had to really start from the ground up from a talent branding sourcing perspective. Okay. So a lot of work building the team, building the infrastructure, focusing on those core elements of branding and sourcing capability, building the overall capability of the team. That's good foundational work. Sounds like you've done a lot of good work. And I, I know several members on the team, so they all would align with that. So that's great. Um, yeah. Let's talk about like future focus. From this point forward, how are you envisioning the future for your team there? And what types of initiatives are, are lining up um, as you look forward? Yeah, you know, as you come out of foundation building like this, when you're building a COE, it's about in this time, like the third year where... You have things stood up, but you need to refine them. So now the plan is, how do we have more scalability? We become more efficient and more productive. I think about it as I really have a service delivery sleeve, which fills recs, the relationship managers for the hiring managers, the candidate experience curators, right? And then I have a talent brand sleeve, which is TA marketing, sourcing, social, all of that. There was nothing there two years ago. And then operation. And last year, we really tripled down on talent brand because given those scarcity conditions I talked about, it was harder and harder to find what we needed with diversity. We're in two locations in the US, New York City, where highly, highly competitive and no one wants to come in the office and Milwaukee. So we had an issue also with location preferences and flexibility, which we know we've come out as a country on the complete other side of that equation in terms of flexibility is the number one thing candidates are weighing opportunities on in this moment. So now is about 
investing more in operations, we call it, refining our process, streamlining platform integration, platform usability, and looking at how productive the recruiters can be and why. Because our motto is experience-led, relationship-focused. I want to take all that grindy work off of their plate so they can focus on the relationship with the manager and influencing them and the candidates and creating that differentiated experience that's going to win the day with the candidate and draw them in, regardless of the opportunity. So as we've laid that out as a goal over the last year and put the brand investment behind it and all of our weight behind that candidate experience journey, we've gotten inefficient and haven't paid as much attention where things are connected and who owns what. And so we're doing that work now and we'll continue through 23, looking for opportunities for shrinkage, closing those loops. Do we have the best platforms we need? While we're also pulling the thread all the way through on diversity, relationships, and continuing to build out the candidate journey, which is sort of our lighthouse. That's how we guide ourselves around our priorities. Yeah, you're doing a great job with that. And that's, uh, I like the innovation there. I like, you know, as you see in the industry, those that are leading are definitely taking that type of track where they're looking at, all right, well, what are all the transactions that my teams are doing and how is it slowing us down? How is it distracting them from those high business value add types of things and looking to look at structures and as well as process and all of the tools that you have, streamlining that, working on integrations, freeing up your teams for those high value add activities. So that's really, really good work. And I applaud you for doing it. I think it's going to add a tremendous amount of value for you and your teams. Yeah. We have a metric on our own internal survey score. And that is, are we easy to do business with as a team? And it reflects a question we ask our customers. And that's been really powerful. We ask a technology question and we ask, experience question, like what is your own experience recruiters where we hold ourselves accountable to that measurement continuing to be positive? It's, it's challenging to, yeah. to uh, grow, develop, and win in the candidate space, the hiring manager space, and our own recruiters. Usually one of them is losing on any <laughs> given day, on any given decision. And it's been really challenging to sort of serve ourselves. You know, HR people never serve themselves. And it's been a mindset shift to create some demand from our own team. No, no, no. You need to insist that this is easier um, and we need to hear from you or we don't know how it's going to get better. So that's been sort of new as I've thought about my journey through companies and developing this. That was always sort of last on the list. And to prioritize that and create a great experience for our own employees is really important to me now. Yeah, absolutely. And it, I mean... To have the true success metrics have to come from kind of delighting every one of those stakeholder groups. And we've seen more and more data out now on those in the recruiting space, actually turnover increasing from the organizations who don't invest in the right technology and experience for recruiters and fleeing organizations that for other organizations that have a better tech stack or have a better recruiter experience. So it's becoming more and more important. Uh, recruiters, uh, that's a big the scarcity issue too in the market, as you all know, to find good recruiting resources and organizations that invest the way that you are 
will win. They'll get the best talent and have the best experience and, and drive the best results. So that's great. Final question for you is in the space, you've been in the space a long time. You've got some great experience, led a lot of really high value transformations. What's some recommendations or guidance would you give to the TA community? What sort of advice would you provide them for a successful career or a piece of advice that's really stuck with you? Well, it's a little cliche, but it's true. So I stick to it, which is, it it actually is a good segue for my last point, which is creating a great employee experience for our own people. They will extend it to the business, to your candidates, to whoever your ultimate constituent is. And so I have a high development orientation. You're required to have a development plan on my team and be in pursuing it. We call it grow yourself, grow the business, grow others. If you don't do all three, you can't get our successful rating. So it's a pretty high bar from people that have worked in other companies, especially recruiters, because I will tell you, it is profoundly universal that not much is asked of recruiters other than like fill and recs. And so to broaden that profile to developing yourself, having deep relationships, I do think that experience wins the day. And I think it's highly differentiating and yet it's simple. Give them the time, draw out the future so they understand what's expected of them, demand they invest in themselves, and it just pays dividends all over the place. We just had a TA all hands. I can't tell you. I sent all the notes to my leaders because I probably had 17 notes in my inbox that said, thrilling time, glad we spent it and we're back together. There's no replacement for the camaraderie and sitting down and talking about our business goals and hearing from the leaders. We put a bunch of business leaders in front of them to connect all the dots. We got to stop treating these people like they're just robots that fill wrecks. They really can have a long, long careers, do a lot more in HR. And because of my HR training, I extend that to the recruiting teams. And it's made all the difference as I've matured through these companies. I have higher retention. I have higher engagement scores. We're moving to ENPS now. That's quite healthy. And I get a lot of incredible feedback about the experience they're having as an employee, they look, they're recruiters. They recruit more people to my team and they take care of us because we're taking care of them. And again, it's really simple. Books were written about this 30 years ago, but it really does. It's sort of a universal truth for people. Yeah. I think, I mean, there that's, that's good advice. And and yeah, there's pieces of advice that stand the test of time for sure. And then that's definitely one of them. So Kelly, thank you very much for joining me today. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you. And thank you very much. Thank you, Ryan. Great to be here. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Talent Acquisition Leaders Podcast. If something we said today resonated with you, please subscribe, rate, and download our podcast and share the episode with your network. Ready to transform your recruiting practices with leading edge technology, just like our other clients at 3M, Comcast, Stryker, and Walgreens? Then reach out at sagemarkhr.com for a free consultation.